0: Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we're back
1: with episode 60 of Gridiron Zero's podcast. If you want to know what we're about, we're about cutting it loose. Friday Friday night recording. Friday night edition. Sorry it's so late. Uh are both a little slam this week. so
0: it, We got schedules for two busy guys. All right? Hop off our backs. Um, we're back. We're talking about teams that you would not want to face uh, down this four-week stretch as we get closer and closer to the playoffs. Don't worry, we saved the gushy gushy talk about the Lions <laughs> for the last segment.
1: <laughs> we're cheesing hard. At the Lions Absolutely, this, this episode. So
0: Al's coming off a three zero week, including the lock of the week, which was never in doubt. In follow the money. Of puppy, the uh, so we do follow the money. We give out some great picks as always, uh, and then finally, we're one step closer, ladies and gentlemen. We're one step closer. Don't think that we got away from playoff talk with the Lions. We go deep into it. We go deep down the rabbit hole. We start figuring out how can we get there. Who do we have to beat? Who has to lose? And then uh, we even start to—I even start to dive into well, playoff matchups matter here. Yeah, so. let's
1: let's not lump in the we. I had to walk it yeah. back there. a little <laughs> I had to bit, walk but, it back a little bit yeah. because
0: Al yeah. was not having it. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. We still got a bit of ways to go, but. Uh, yeah. Uh, Lions talk, uh, is juicy this week. We're getting there. Jet big game on Sunday against the Jets. Uh, let's not waste any more time. Let's get into it. Okay, Al, uh, segment, uh, that we're kicking off today. Teams, you really don't want to see on your schedule here in the next four weeks. I like it. Uh you have an example for us, I believe.
1: Yeah. So the example team, and I feel like this would probably be number one on both of our lists and Honestly, I think a lot of people's lists at this point in the year, mm-hmm. so the Lions would be a team just because they've kind of been home wreckers of late. They've been playing well, five and one. If in our you last six, if you're a team trying to get in the playoffs, that's a team you don't want to face. No, because they're going to give you a run for your money. Not saying they'll be a guaranteed W, but you know they're going to make it it's, tough. It's going to be a tough game. You're so, going
0: to leave that game battered and bruised.
1: So that's an example off the table for both of us. Yeah. What's your are we, First team.
0: Did you put them any, in any specific order?
1: I mean, I, I guess I put them one through three, but honestly, I'd yeah, say for the right. sake of the exercise, it doesn't really matter. Yeah.
0: yeah. So. Okay. Well, I'm going to go with like the weakest team, I think, out of my three on here, Um, just because I felt like it was tough coming up with three. Did you find it easy?
1: It was harder than I thought. My number one was, besides super the Lions, easy. was super easy. I would say me. my
0: my my top two were easy. The third one was a little tough to find, but... um. I put down Carolina.
1: I put them a number three also. Yeah. Actually. So that's really yeah. funny.
0: Uh they they've been sneaky. I they have they're three and one in their last four. And I would say that the three wins they have are not all that impressive against teams. Seattle was it was in Seattle, so I mean that was really impressive. But uh, well, it's starting
1: to look less and less impressive these last couple yeah. of weeks with the Seahawks, who by the way didn't crack this list for me.
0: No, hell no. Yeah, they've been terrible down the stretch. Which
1: I think most of the season we'd be like, yeah, definitely. But early on, you did not want to face the Seahawks. No,
0: um, it was that Tampa game. That Tampa game was the turning moment for that team.
1: Crazy, the one, in, yeah, the Germany game. Yeah, feels yeah. Like, it doesn't feel that long ago, but the, the yeah, it completely flip flopped. Anyways, yeah. Panthers.
0: Um, they're just playing with a lot hard right now. Uh, it is uh pretty evident that you know like the team had that jolt of energy after the coach got fired, the best player got traded. They let go of Baker, Sam Darnold comes back. He's playing, eh, but the defense is playing good. I think that's like the most important thing.
1: Well, with the roster they have, especially after getting rid of CMC, like the defense should be the rock the bedrock of this yeah, team. Absolutely. And we've said it again and again, they're in a terrible, terrible division. Oh, they they're playing for the they're playing for the division yeah, right I now. Yeah, I think they're like a game or two out. So, yeah, they
0: I think they were they were
1: 2 and 7 uh 4 weeks ago. Now they're 5 and 8 and they're playing for the division. So, you don't want to get in their way because they're on a path right now where it's they're playing they could an make the important ball here in December. First round, yeah, for sure as a division winner, which is just shocking, but yeah, else is
0: going to light them up if they get in.
1: A lot of similar reasons um it's just they're they're a classic example of a team where it's like they're just gonna fuck you over and and yeah. beat you in a nasty win that you need. In you're December. looking
0: ahead a couple weeks. You're like, okay, that's a win. That's a win. And then you get to it and
1: you lose like twenty to nine. Coin you're flip like, what game. The fuck. Uh, I do feel like the team is. A lot of these guys in this team are playing not just for this year, but also like you know, is Steve Wilkes ever going to get a coaching gig again? Right. Is Sam Darnold ever going to get a starting opportunity again? Are a lot of these players in this roster going to be on this team next year? Like, yeah, you kind of have to look at it like that. And for them, leaving everything on the table is probably pretty important. So,
0: yeah, that's the thing I feel like most people don't understand, um, or at least like they don't think about when they're like, oh my God, they should lose. So they get a better draft pick. Uh, all 52 guys on that team don't give a f- two flying fucks about the draft pick no. this year. No, they care about their roster spot. And uh, the better or the worse they do, the more likely that they do lose out on their roster spot next year. Uh, So they're not, and Steve Wilkes even called them out after a game a couple weeks ago and said, like, you know, the higher-ups in the organization want them to lose so they can get a better draft pick, and Steve Wilkes was like, fuck that.
1: Well, you know what? Like, this reminds me exactly of the scenario, not the, you know, way that the coach was fired, but it reminds me of the Raiders last year when – you know, Gruden obviously gets canned and they're they've got an interim head coach. Oh, yeah. Versace. Rich Versace. Yeah. And they're and they're trying to just like claw their way into the playoffs. And like, you know, looking at that They got there, right? They did. Yeah. They got they played Cincinnati. They well got beat won. by Cincinnati. Yeah. But looking at that now, you know, the Raiders are nowhere near the playoffs at the moment, no. especially in the AFC. Definitely uh, not getting there. It's almost like if you look at that. And then you look at the Panthers and if the Panthers actually finish the year strong, like I know the owner seems like he's got a, like a itchy finger to just like, you know, blow everything up. But like, if you're him, aren't you kind of going like, Hmm, the Raiders kind of tried that and well, that didn't work out too good for them. I don't know.
0: No, it didn't. But, um, yeah, I if it works, I what like why, why mess with
1: it is what kind of what I mean? Yeah. Like if it is working, yeah, absolutely. if you really get a wild card spot, God forbid you win a game. I mean Well, like, they're not getting a wild card spot, they're getting
0: a or, division title. You know what I mean. But, but like first, it's, round playoffs, yeah. you know. <laughs> first round of the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. First round actually, no matter what. <laughs> yeah,
1: no matter what. So uh yeah, Panthers number three for me also. So I'll uh I'll go to my number two.
0: I just actually I want to circle back to your to your uh question about blowing it up. Yeah. While I agree that, that probably if if they like win two out of four of their next games and it's two really important ones. And then they end up getting that division title. I would agree. 100% maybe give, well, I mean, like you can't waste a year in the NFL, especially if they're going to get a quarterback or something like that. You can't waste a year, but maybe you
1: give Steve Wilkes a shot. But that's the thing. I feel like there's, I feel like the only way that would ever happen is if they got a playoff win. Yeah. Because, like, even if they make it in a terrible division, this owner wants to be great immediately. So, this owner will never do that. Yeah. So, he's a make a splash kind of guy. They are the only way that would ever happen is if they actually had a nice playoff run. Yeah. But that's not in the cards. Most likely. likely.
0: Okay. You're number two. Uh,
1: I think people are a little, a little down on them of of late, especially after uh, the last two weeks here uh with the niners and dolphins but or sorry the niners and chargers my team is the dolphins uh Mm -hmm. second worst team i would not want to go against um for different reasons uh number one they've been pretty hot for stretches of the year and they do have the best receiving core in the league Mm -hmm. duo specifically i guess Mm -hmm. uh mike mcdaniel's been great tua has had spurts of greatness and Defense has been good enough, but now they're like, they're, they're desperately trying to get in. They're like, they're, they're like so close. It, it feels like it's slipping away. Yeah. It's slipping yeah. away. And you know, I've, I've heard the the term thrown around before the, uh, cornered animal team where they're, oh, <laughs> they're being forced, forced into a corner and they got to just fucking fight their way out. Like yeah. that's, that's exactly where they're at right now. Mm-hmm. And if I was any team going up against them, especially in like the division or in the AFC, uh, that's that's a tough out. That, we got that's a tough win.
0: Good game this weekend with them uh between the Miami Dolphins traveling to Buffalo, who's supposed to get, I think, nine inches of snow. Uh, is that a lot? Dear
1: math bitch. Is a foot of snow like a good amount?
0: Yeah, it's gotta be, right? I mean, like that's probably why like, like the, half, the half game. Team.
1: The game where they moved it to Detroit. It was about probably, six like, feet of snow. Yeah, six so. Feet of snow, so yeah.
0: Well, there will be a, there will be some weather conditions and that's what we've been talking about with this Miami team for the entire season. Right. So, like they were really good at home when it's nice and hot, they're able to
1: throw the ball. Yeah. How are they going to do in conditions where it's kind of flip flopped? They're probably just, I mean, they're going to have to run the ball right really well and yeah. maybe have some design plays for, for Tyreek and, and Jalen Waddle running yeah, the ball. They, which, you know, they do well. So, but the thing, yeah. the other, other part of this is like, you know, why I wouldn't want to get in their way right now is like, if you are at all a Tua believer in any way, shape, or form, on. yep, he like he's got to he's got to take off these next couple weeks. Oh yeah, like because he's had two games where it's like you could definitely say he's been contributing to the loss big time. Yeah. I, I would say, especially that Niners game. Uh, I watched the Chargers game the other night, and you know they they got back in it, but like it was sluggish in the first half, and like. They just they kind of got rolling late, his stats weren't very good. And it's like those are the kind of games where it's like if you you know, if you're the franchise quarterback, like you gotta play better, you gotta go win those games. That's what Justin Herbert did. I was so. gonna say, uh seeing as how the 49ers are now like a powerhouse team
0: in the NFL, uh, especially with the defense. Um you kind of get him a pass in that game.
1: And he got injured.
0: And he got injured. The 49 or the Chargers game I don't know. Like those that that's a game where if you're a Miami fan, you're like, fuck, we really needed that one. And but
1: that's the level of competition at this point. Yeah. Like if you're seriously making a run in the postseason, you're gonna play the Niners. You're gonna play well, they won't play the Niners in the postseason. It's the Super Bowl, but you know what I mean. They're playing high level competition. So like those are the kind of games you have to like win or be very close in. And yeah, the Chargers game was not ideal. Not ideal. So stay out of their way
0: um my number two team is one that i feel like is kind of going under the radar we mentioned them a little bit earlier uh and it's very wishy-washy but sometimes i feel like you know you can get snuck up on them it's the las vegas raiders
1: yeah i uh i uh i need a fucking boost <laughs> and i need it now i i was i was like kind of thinking about putting them on here if this was a top 10 exercise absolutely yeah and a lot of people were giving them their flowers the last month but they've the, lost that, a bunch of games and like well like, they're three they're three and one in
0: their last four and the one that they lost like if mcdaniels isn't inept at coaching they win that game they let baker mayfield
1: drive 98 yards with no timeouts to score the game-winning touchdown you know Speaking of Baker, he just got his most prestigious uh, award in the NFL this week. Did you hear it? Uh, comeback Player of the Week? I don't know. What? The, the Nickelodeon MVP. Oh,
0: league. my gosh. Congrats, Baker Mayfield. Congratulations.
1: That's huge. We're toasting you right now in the podcast. Cheers. Anyways, uh, Raiders, I couldn't do it. Uh, it. It's just like it's. they're one of those teams where, like, I I guess for what we're talking about here like being a home record team or like, just like they'll get they'll get one on you that you need.
0: Yeah. Like that that a loss to the Raiders at this point in the season if you're competing for a wild card
1: spot or a division, that's going to piss you the fuck off if but, you drop one of them. But what have they done this year that's making you go, "Oh yeah, they, they, they could sneak up on nothing." Like, yeah. So like that's Absolutely. that's where I was like there, there's so few well, wins like this year.
0: There's some games that they they just end up winning. So, I mean, like,
1: I I guess I would say maybe they're a team that they like for things to start going in the right direction, kind of like last year with the Lions, like maybe they split the next couple of games or maybe they like go on a nice run at the end of the year, building momentum into next year. They need that 100 percent. So I'm not saying that they're,
0: you know, a powerhouse team. You don't want to face them. I'm saying you can't sleepwalk against them which I feel like some teams have been doing recently. Uh but I don't know, they had three straight wins and then sleepwalked the last 2 minutes of the game against the Rams. So it goes both ways. Like you can't sleepwalk the Raiders, but the Raiders also sleepwalk themselves. So it's 50-50 shot. You never know.
1: Yeah, well, these kind of games where you need to win. I guess that's a team you don't want to face. But yeah, I, I, they were fringe on this list for me. I so. guess it,
0: it, they're not so much a team that you don't want to face. They're a team that you can't overlook because there is a lot of talent on that team. They, they're just inept at using it.
1: Fair. Uh, so are we? Are we jumping to number one here out of three, or you, yes, you have, you have anyone else? No, nah, that's my. I have my number one left. Okay. Uh. I think we have the same team. I have the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, 100%. one hundred percent.
0: Nobody, nobody yeah. wants to face the Bengals right now.
1: They, they are rounding into form big time. Uh, they've got the Chiefs number, which anyone That's who can huge. say that in the league is, yeah. uh, is very is, should be a should be scared to them. Yeah, um, their division is wishy washy a little bit now. Lamar's hurt. So who knows how that's gonna you know impact them? I know that they won their game, but they also run their third string quarterback in that game. Are Tyler they... Huntley got hurt, he will he is playing this week. Uh, I saw it on. He got cleared. I'm wondering, are they leading their division yet? Ravens are leading the division still. Oh wow! So, but it's not. It's I think the, the Ravens are like. Eight and three or nine and four. The Bengals are nine and four as well. So they had the tiebreaker.
0: Okay. So I think the Bengals and Ravens will face off maybe the last week of the season. Yeah. But you got teams in here that are all the Cincinnati Bengals are facing four teams that are competing for the playoffs. You had the Bucks this week, the Patriots next week, the Bills the following week, and then the Ravens. And the last two are at home. Can
1: I can I make a prediction on the pod here? they're going 4-0. Wow. They're going 4-0. Oh my
0: gosh, that uh Bills game is Monday night uh two in Cincinnati. That's going to be that's going to be if the Ravens drop one here, that very well could be
1: for the number 1 seed in the AFC. Uh yeah, I, I think uh I think they're going to go 4-0 in these games. I think all all those teams remaining. Yeah. They have problems. Yeah, for sure. Buffalo
0: and, 100% does.
1: And if they start rolling... I mean, the Patriots? Are you kidding me? Come on. Yeah. like Patriots are hanging on by a thread right now. Ravens, uh, they should be able to kick their ass, honestly. The way they've been playing. So Yeah, and they need that because uh, the Ravens
0: are 3-0 in the division. So, I'm, wonder, I'm trying to think now. Does tiebreaker go head-to-head matchup and then so the Bengals might not get the division unless the, the Ravens keep or lose a couple more games.
1: Well, if if they, if they both win if out, they both keep winning and the and the Bengals get the win on them to close it out, yeah, then they yeah, would get the win. Yeah.
0: But they can't they can't do a tiebreaker though, probably not. Well they would need the Ravens to lose all three of their divisional games here in the next four weeks. So
1: very he's, he's, a, he's a number one. Yeah, Burroughs on fire. Great receivers. Offenses, Jamar
0: Chase is back.
1: Joe Mixon's playing, but uh, P. Ryan. Yeah, P. Ryan's been good. Has been really good. O line has been better. Yep. Uh, defense is sneaky, excellent. They're really, really good. Uh, yep. It's everything that you would want with the team in December. So yeah. they got to be number one on. I Honestly, besides the Lions, I would say they're probably 1A, 1B national wise. Like if they did this exercise on whatever else show you know not our show because we talk about the lions a whole lot so we didn't want to do yeah. that here but mm-hmm. i think those would be the two teams that most people would be like stay the fuck out of their way right yeah. now because they're on fire yeah absolutely
0: uh well let's go ahead let's jump into follow the money okay follow the money recap of last week real quick let's take a look at the picks that we had on the board Uh, Al went with the over in Houston and Dallas thank you Dallas for getting that over Um, Miami and Los Angeles under 52 for me that was never in doubt primetime over or primetime unders ladies and gentlemen I'm telling you Um, Cleveland at Cincinnati minus six for Al Uh, the Bengals covered that one very well I had Kansas City at Denver. Let me talk. Let me talk to you guys about Kansas City at Denver. These motherfuckers were up like twenty-seven to nothing in this in the first half, and didn't cover the nine and a half point spread. Mister Unlimited, and they won by I think six points. Like what the actual fuck, Casey? Dear math bitch. That is just terrible. Al had the great pick of Carolina plus four at Seattle; they won outright. And then I had Baltimore plus one twenty-five on the road against Pittsburgh; they squeaked it out there as well.
1: Believe that is a
0: three and zero week. That is a three and zero week for Al. A two and one week for me. Let's also take uh, take into account here the alternative spread: San Francisco minus six and a half. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm sorry, I doubted you. You could have gone up to minus 34 and a half. Or no, (laughs) minus 27 and a half. It was 35
1: to 7, right? After getting burned by that uh, Commander's one, I had to reel it back a little bit. That one was never in doubt. That was a true lock. Um, So
0: congratulations on that one, Al. The lock of the week improves to 6 and 1 on the season. Uh, Al improves to 16 and 17, almost at 500. Uh, and I am still in the lead with a 19 and 14 record Now for this week The over-unders are Atlanta at New Orleans set at 43 and a half Philadelphia at Chicago set at 48 and a half The Los Angeles Rams uh, traveling to Green Bay on Monday night. That total is 39 and a half Finally we got three road favorites here Um in the spread category, Dallas, minus 3.5 at Jacksonville. That seems like a trap line. Uh, Cincinnati, minus 3.5 at Tampa Bay. That also seems like a trap line. Uh, Kansas City, 14-point um, favorites at Houston. Let's see if I end up taking the bait on that one stinky again. Cheese. The stinky cheese. Stinky uh, cheese. And then we have Baltimore. Once again, road dogs in the money line section, plus 132 on the road in Cleveland. Uh, we had a big line change. I actually have this written down incorrectly as of right now uh, because the line swung in Detroit's favor. I was going to say,
1: I couldn't believe that they were the dog in this game. I mean, I think it makes sense. Jets Jets are not a bad team. They're unraveling a little bit here. but uh, Up and down in the Lions, are... the was... nation is slamming Lions cool yeah. at the moment. So,
0: But after Zach Wilson was announced as starter earlier today, Detroit are now the favorites. So uh, we have the Detroit Lions traveling to the New York Jets, who are plus 110 uh, home dogs.
1: Is, is the theme of this week's board, let's not overthink this? It uh, could be. <laughs> and then finally,
0: uh, New England is traveling to Las Vegas. Uh, New England is plus 100. Al, good sir, you have the board.
1: Um, well, I feel like after last segment, uh, I'd be a fool to take Cincinnati here. Three and a half at Tampa, Um, so yeah, to continue on my four and oh Bengals train here, got to do that. And like makes perfect sense. They're they're truly rolling, so like Tampa is is very close to being out of this thing. I mean, I guess not entirely because the division stinks, but like they're in two different classes right now. So Bengals Mm. three and a half is pretty generous. I feel like easy first pick. Um, son of a
0: bitch. I'm gonna take Dallas minus three and a half.
1: Yeah, that that was that was my second thing that had here. that's some stinky cheese. Um you know what I, I don't think it is because I, I, I you know what I think it is? It's an overreaction to the Houston game, is what it is. Because they the Tennessee game. Because they were favored by what? In the in the Houston I think game? Fourteen. Close to fourteen, yeah. And like, you know, I I knew that wouldn't hit just because of the fact that it's a squirrely Texas matchup. Game, like Dallas isn't as good as everyone thinks they like no way. Houston's yeah. gonna put up a fight. But this one, uh, and Jacksonville also looked pretty good last week, especially Trevor looked Lawrence. Really good. Yeah. Uh but I still think it's an overreaction. I think the Cowboys can get this fight touchdown easy. All right, all right. I just explained your pick for you. Yeah, I know you so, did. You so covered now, it very well. Well, now you get to do my next one Okay uh, after after I decide which one it is here. Um, um yeah, okay. the board is tricky this week.
0: There's not a whole lot that I love.
1: Um, let's go with New England. I I, I know I know that Arizona game was was god awful, and I know that they've been offensively uh, a nightmare to watch. But like again, let's not overthink it here. The Raiders have dropped a bunch. Bill's going to go beat Josh McDaniels. I think. Oh,
0: he's, that's that's actually a really good point. I,
1: I think he's good for that. He's always good at beating rookie quarterbacks. He's always good at beating the Jets, and he's always good at beating his former proteges. Although Patricia did people get people do forget Patricia did beat him on Sunday. Night. <laughs> his the proudest moment is a uh, and his whole coach. tenure as a coach at the Lions. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take New England. I'm going to take.
0: Uh, God. I'm gonna take it under 48 and a half in Philadelphia and Chicago. I don't know if I love it. The Eagles, Eagles offense, can cover that by themselves. The Eagles' offense has been buzzing. Like, you know what? I'm changing it. Ah, Look, uh, is, ah.
1: Field, uh, is Fields playing? I think so. I'm taking. I'm taking the over because yeah, he can get a couple touchdowns himself. And yeah. Eagles aren't perfect, and they'll score. Eagles points.
0: defense, yeah, they can definitely give up like 14, and then the Eagles' offense against the Bears' defense. Uh, Good night, Jim Kite. Uh, I've never heard that in my life. <laughs> uh, okay, Al, your so final pick. what are you pick. guys doing tonight? I'm up for
1: whatever. Mm, okay. Um, let's roll with the under in Atlanta, New Orleans. Damn it. Yeah. Um, Desmond Ritter making his official That's start. That's
0: exactly why I wanted to take it.
1: Uh, you got the Andy Dalton, Taysom Hill show. Both these both these teams are just unwatchable at this uh, point. Terrible.
0: This, this game should not be televised.
1: 43.5 is, is right where it should be, I feel like, though, because yeah. it could sneak over, but I'm feeling like it won't. Ritter Ritter being the big question mark. It is a question
0: I, mark, but, yeah, I mean.
1: This rookie class of QBs has not been very good. No. So I don't have a lot of faith that it'll be. I also hear, heard something weird where, like, maybe it's just tiktok nonsense but i heard that Mariota, even though he's like injured like ever since they announced Ritter as a starter he's been like like a wall from the team <laughs> uh i don't know if that's true or i feel not. like that would uh, probably
0: be a bigger story if that was true yeah
1: so uh yet again it's the Atlanta falcons so maybe not say what you will about them but i i think they got the right coach i think they got the right gm i think yeah. i just think they're always knew this would be kind of a a rough year for them I think the Saints you were hoping that they would be able to to put it a little more together but um,
0: I don't understand why they don't play Jameis
1: because he's he was hurt at the beginning of the year
0: and then he got benched for Dalton yeah I don't know why they they benched him he's a bum I mean like I understand he's not great but is I mean they've hit rock bottom at this point right (laughs) like
1: it can he can't be worse than
0: what Dalton is producing
1: he can't. When you're the last place team in this division, you've hit rock bottom. That is, that is not bottom. a good look.
0: That yeah. is not a good look. All right. Uh, well, with my uh, my last pick, I'm going back to the well. Um, give me the under 39.5 in Los Angeles and Green Bay. Uh, Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield on prime time, but in Lambeau. Uh,
1: good luck. He's a Cleveland guy. He can play in the cold. Well, I mean, I'm not saying it's the cold, I'm just saying it's Lambo on Monday night. I just don't think that this year that has the same Oh it will. Come on, those come on. It's Lambo. I don't know. Those
0: fans are gonna show out. Especially for a Monday night game. I guess. Maybe not if it was if this was at Sunday one PM, maybe not. This is a
1: Monday night game. If it was a Monday night game with a shred of something to play for. They can still get in, by the way. Their odds are even lower than ours. Yeah, absolutely.
0: But there's a chance. That's why Rogers is still playing. Yeah. So yeah, I, I can see this one being like uh, 24 to 10, 20 to 13, 23 to 12 somehow. Uh, but yeah, I, I feel like this is, this one will go under. Not a lot left, so I don't hate it, I guess. <laughs> um, be sure to tune in to the end of the show to hear our lock of the week. Uh, with all that being said, let's get to the juicy part of the show now. I can't believe that it's finally happened where we're at the juicy part of the show. This
1: is, this is like all been just like build up yeah. to the real meat of the show.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: If you want to know what we're about, we're about cutting it loose. Let's go Lions!
0: Okay, Al, where do you want to start out? Do we want to recap the Minnesota game? Do we want to talk about the Jets game? Do we want to... Update
1: the fans on road to the playoffs. Uh I feel like I need to start off by just saying something. Oh. Uh, take it l- away. Last last show. Spotlight on L. Last show. I going into the Minnesota game. We talked about a road to the playoffs because we didn't know if we would get another chance to talk about it. Uh odds now are at 21%, by the way. Fantastic. Um and I was just like I don't know what to make of this team 100% yet, heads or tails, if if I believe they're, they're actually a contender for a playoff spot or not. And this Minnesota game will inform my decision.
0: I'm mm-hmm. all in.
1: I'm yep. all in yeah, on this absolutely.
0: team. This team can make the playoffs.
1: I, I think for real, this team could actually get a wild card spot. Yeah. And I'll leave it at that. I'm not going to say anything else beyond that. But like the way they're playing right now, how convincing that win was in Minnesota! Like against Minnesota, they just took care of business again. Yep, they're rolling right now, and the young talent on this roster is really starting to like blossom and look really good. And Goff's playing better. We had a touchdown from JMO. I mean, everything you wanted to see is actually happening. Absolutely. So I, I'm all in. I'm all in now. I, I couldn't
0: agree more. Um, it was it was another game. That we were in control of,
1: from start to finish, which we we never see. No, so it's like it's like, like euphoric to watch it. Happen. It's
0: crazy that we've had now three games like that this year. I mean, we had Green Bay. You know, we were in, we were in the lead, I think, for the entire game, but it ne- we never pulled away. Right, it was a six point win. Chicago was a absolute roller coaster. We. From start to finish, maybe a couple minutes in, you are kind of like, oh, God, how is this going to go today? But for the most part, from first quarter to fourth quarter, dominated the Giants, took the Bills all the way down to the end, dominated the – who did we play after the Bills?
1: Jaguars? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Jaguars dominated them start to finish, dominated the Vikings
1: start to finish. You know what the thing was with the Vikings, too? It was like we've seen this happen so many times with the Lions where it's like, they're in control of the game and then the other team starts clawing their way back they take their foot off the gas, and the lions make some mistakes and then it's a tie game and then the other team pulls away and they win and we've seen it happen it's like a story that repeats itself every season and to to watch a month month and a half worth of games where the narrative has changed to now them being okay we're in control this game just like don't let up like like don't make mistakes keep scoring like we
0: we made fun of it when the last regime talked about it because they didn't embody it they never played a full 60 minute game ever this team embodies
1: dagger time i don't even want to bring that back that's (laughs) maybe maybe ironically maybe (laughs) ironically we could but
0: it's crazy but this team does do that they do it very well the most incredible play call Ben Johnson, I'm really starting to get nervous about Ben Johnson. He should actually be getting some head coaching interviews. I
1: I, I, I think I think he's still a little bit away here because, you know, hot hot. If they go to the playoffs, he's going to get some interviews. I don't know if it will happen, but he's going to get some interviews. He'll be one of those under like under the radar, sneaky, yeah, like smart interviews. But like, I, I think it reminds well, me it reminds me of Kellen Moore a little bit because like. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, like I, I it's like yeah. you've had one really good season. Yeah. Let's see it kind of continue because like OCs don't all, that doesn't always happen. No, with really good teams, yeah. it, it'll happen. But like the Lions have been pretty bad for a long time, and you know he's had one good year so far. So I don't know about that narrative as much. But but we'll see. you can't deny the,
0: the you got to look at the storyline from the whole. If this team wins out and goes to the playoffs after starting one and six. People are beginning interviews on that coaching staff. That's that is a turnaround.
1: And I guess you could say there were points in the season where this offense was top five ranked. Oh yeah, absolutely. And like, I mean, who else you can interview interview from the staff? The defense, Uh, probably no. They've had a good turnaround. Yeah, but come on. But I mean, maybe maybe if they put another season out there, really solid defense Aaron maybe, Glenn actually but, got
0: interviewed last last year too and said that he wanted to stay in Detroit. So
1: might not have been a good decision. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> He's still got his job. So um but really impressive win. Uh yeah. I, that, that, I would say that was the toughest uh win in the remaining schedule here path to the playoffs. And I mean I guess that's probably a good natural segue. We should probably talk about kind of where things are at now. I mean, I mentioned a little bit ago, 21% according to the NBC broadcast, I believe it was. They have an analyst on the show and he was, Mm -hmm. he was reevaluating everything after last Sunday's games. So it's possible that it, it went up even a little bit more
0: now because Seattle lost last night. Shout out San Francisco. Hey, Um, if they win on Sunday and we can't rule this out, the giants and uh, commanders don't tie again. We'll be a half game out of the playoffs. Uh, if we lose, we'll need to win the rest of our games, and we'll need the commanders, Seahawks, or Giants to
1: lose their next three out of four. I mean, those scenarios are definitely not out of the realm of no, possibility. Not sure. at all. They're actually kind of like likely, I would say, to be honest. Like, at least one of those teams is going to fall apart. Seattle uh, seems like they're they're about to about to explode. I think we need two out of three of those teams to lose three out of four because the Seattle Seahawks
0: are technically not in the playoffs right now. But if you look at their schedules, the Giants are on the road Sunday night football playing the Commanders this Sunday night. They're on the road against the Minnesota Vikings at one p.m. Uh, so. That's a really tough game. Uh, they're at home against the Colts, and then they're on the road against the Eagles. Yeah. Losing three out of four right there, that's extremely possible. Yeah, The Commanders have the Giants on Sunday night, then they're on the road against San Francisco, then they're at home against the uh, Cleveland Browns, and then they're at home against the Dallas Cowboys. Losing three out of four of those is extremely possible. Yeah, Browns maybe not, but well, if they lose against the Giants, you think they can beat the 49ers on the road? No. No. <laughs> you think they can beat the Cowboys? No. Look, I... that's squirrely. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a I divisional mean, we... game. It's squirrely, but that's really tough. Cowboys
1: historically lose games they shouldn't lose. That's who they are.
0: Uh and then the Seahawks have lost to the 49ers. They're on the road against Kansas City. <laughs> Done. Yeah. Easy dub. They're at home against the Jets. And then uh, they're yeah. at home against the Rams. So all three of those teams losing three out of four of their next games, completely possible.
1: well, the the most important thing though, is that the only thing that this team can absolutely control is like they need to keep winning games. And like, you know, if we win out, we have a ninety eight percent chance of making the playoffs. So I guess here's the here's the big question then. I mean, sitting where we're sitting now after the Vikings win, which I again would say is is the toughest schedule on our path or sorry game on our path to the playoffs. Do you think we can win out realistically? No, I, I think we got a loss in there somewhere. Yep, and I I don't think it's the Jets though. I really don't. I I, th- I think this will be another game where they take care of business and it will be the national media and Lions Nation slamming Kool Aid. But there's a loss somewhere in there. And maybe it is the Jets. Maybe I'm wrong. But, like, I, I don't think it's likely you keep stacking these wins and going on a total streak here at the end of the year. I think that's just a little too crazy.
0: I think uh, I think these next two games are going to be our toughest. Because going into Carolina, I don't know what it is, but I feel like Carolina always gives us fits. Um, and it's the idea of back-to-back road games that makes me a little nervous. They did win back-to-back road games in this stretch of games, uh, in Chicago and then in New York. But uh against the Jets and the Panthers, it's a little bit different than the Bears and the Giants. I think if if we're able to win both of those games, Chicago coming into four field, that's gonna be that is going to be a madhouse. Yeah. That's yeah. going to be an absolute madhouse. And yeah. then going into Green Bay, if if we win the next three out of four, going into
1: Green Bay might not be as huge as we need it to be. Where are we sitting with Minnesota right now? Because I, we split with them, but like they, they, if, they have not gotten the title yet. I think they needed one more win to get it, I believe.
0: We would have to win out. They would have to lose out. So, long shot.
1: Maybe next week we'll be talking about something different. Could you imagine? Honestly, <laughs> that would be really funny. If, but if, if Minnesota, them, they need
0: one more win out of four games, they'll they'll win the division. If
1: they lose uh,
0: four straight and lose the division, I'm just saying
1: if they lose this week and the Lions win, wow. those talks will start. I promise. <laughs> I guess so. I Not guess just so. on this Cool Aid Slamming podcast, but like on every local show, every national know. show, it, the narrative will start to will start to take uh, form Can't talk today. Uh, It
0: it would be really interesting. The other thing that if if we win this week, I think uh, they have the Colts at home, the Giants at home, both 1 o'clock games. Come on. They're not losing both of those. And then they're on the road against the Packers, uh, on the road against the Bears. So there's a win in there. Um, The other interesting thing is (laughs) it's so funny to start talking about this now because – Again, our chances are 20%. We run the simulation one out of five times. We're making the playoffs right now. But we're not getting the fifth seed, so we can't go face. I I don't even want to face Tampa Bay, right? If we get the sixth seed, we're going into San Francisco. Well, it's a bloodbath. It's a bloodbath. For sure. we get the seventh seed and Minnesota holds the second seed, we're going to Minnesota. Is there a win there? Who knows? And then we have to go into Philadelphia. But if we were to go into Minnesota and get the win.
1: We can't start talking about this. Let's let's jump in the gun a little Let's thing. get there. Let's get there before. I'm yeah. jumping the gun a little bit. But that would be
0: fucking massive.
1: Well, I, I kept saying it last uh at when we were tailgating at the game. I was just kind of I was just so happy to be able to like, hey, we're talking about. The Lions making the playoffs in December. Yep. Like it's not, you know, it's not miserable to watch awful, awful football like it's been the last five years.
0: How many games have we played? 13. I think at this point last year, I think we had maybe one win. Yeah. Cause we, we went, we went three and three down the we stretch. Were, so we were, oh, 10 and one. Yeah. Through 11 or 12 weeks last year.
1: Yeah. I And I remember here we that.
0: are sitting one year later. And it looked like we were heading down that same path,
1: and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, something
0: clicked with this team.
1: Well, I feel like uh, I feel like now is the appropriate time to to pivot and talk about the Jets game. Is there anything specifically we want to bring up here? I know you got your wish list, probably, but yeah. but um, on the road, obviously, on the road, we got to win a MetLife a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know what, Zach Wilson starting, um, it's throwing uh, Lions fans into a hizzy. I, I think it helps us, right? Be- because I, I think Mike White has been better, uh, and I think there's he's a sore spot for Jets fans right now. I think there's a lot of drama and controversy with him, and like for his sake, he needs to go out there and ball out and have a good game because he's got to get his career back on track. But like, uh, I don't know. I think I think that's something that's helping us out. Playing outdoors in the winter in New York. Uh, we play on an indoor field for what it's worth. I know we you know, are in the Midwest. That's so a good point.
0: That we we good do point go out now. play
1: a lot of outdoor games, so maybe it's not that big a deal. But uh,
0: Goff does not do phenomenal in cold weather. But I did see something, uh, his games against Robert Sala's defense. Uh, he started off really good against Robert Sala's defense and then kind of cooled off towards the end of his Jets or uh, Rams career. Well, he also had sean mcveigh yes yeah, so. who hated him so um obviously that that's a little different but um i thought i where was i going with this goff oh zach wilson uh your comment earlier about a team that's kind of been backed into a corner a oh, cornered animal game
1: Yeah, Corner animal game for zach wilson yeah, I mean he's got the rest of the season to to prove possibly that. just this game. Mike White, Mike White was practicing and like you see that hit though, he got fucked up. Yeah, absolutely. That, that was
0: pretty bad. Uh but he was practicing, he said he wanted to go, the doctors wouldn't clear him. So I would assume the doctors will clear him next week. So it might just be this game for Zach Wilson. Wow. Our passing defense, you know. I made note of it in the in the Vikings game, but I forgot to bring it up. We have a very bend-don't-break kind of defense right now. where I feel like we're giving up a ton of yards. I mean, Justin Jefferson had 200 yards this evening. Yeah, he had a monster this game. Last week. Kirk had a good game. Kirk I'm had a home. great game, yeah. All of them. Uh, Dalvin Cook did not have a great game. Our run defense has been tremendous, which uh, I feel like the Jets are going to try to rely on heavily. But, um, yeah, you know, that, that's got to be the game plan for the Lions at this point, is you guys have to go out and beat us with Zach Wilson. He's got a good
1: core of receivers. Uh, He's got a great core of receivers, yeah. So if he can put if he can put together a good day, then – and the running game's going. But the, for the Jets, though, I, I would say the thing we really have to be you know aware of with them is that they have, at times, an elite defense. Yeah. So – it's, it's I would say more, most of the time it's more so can we show up on offense? Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, I think I think containing their offense to a pretty quiet day, even with our up and down defense, like not the most not out, out of, of question out of question thing yeah. ever. But like, can the Lions' offense go on the road against a really good defense and produce? Yeah, I don't know. I th- I think I think if they just do the things they do really well, and now that you got JMO in the, in there too, like and taking snaps, like. Maybe you can do more trick plays. Maybe people, coverage is going to be weird. Like Mm -hmm. maybe you have more opportunities to surprise defenses now that you have him because he's really that much of an X factor. Not to mention, could be.
0: Not to mention, uh, DJ Chark has been a lot better recently.
1: Last month, he's really uh, played better. Last few weeks.
0: I feel like it's kind of starting to show the Jameson Williams effect where if he's out on the field, like Chark is going to get better coverage options or better. Better looks, I guess is what I'm yeah.
1: Also automatic Jamal touchdowns, you know, you gotta factor that in. Yeah. DeAndre Swift is getting more action. Justin Jackson's been playing better the last couple of weeks. Like there's a lot the of ways this healthy. offense can we're, we're probably yeah. the healthiest
0: we've been all season at this point.
1: And most importantly, Goff's playing well.
0: Goff has been on fire. He has, I think, ten touchdowns, maybe one interception in this five and one uh streak. Like, almost a 1,000 yards. I mean, he is just playing really
1: good football. If if you're Robert Sala, you have Sauce Gardner. He's your he's your 1A corner. Who are you putting him oh, on? Oh, Amon. Yeah. Amon is... He's the most proven commodity. He's the, the most the, proven
0: commodity. He's also our, like, scapegoat. Like, when we have, like, a third and seven, you know where the ball is going. It's going yeah. to Amon. Right. Uh, so, that's going to be really interesting to see how they end up lining up the biggest thing with the jets defense though is i believe quinnin williams is doubtful oh man that's huge which that's is absolutely huge. huge and this kind of comes to my game plan for the offense let's let's run the ball if if he's out let's take advantage of that let's try to get the run game going to like where it was in the early beginning uh, of the year, like our run offense hasn't been horrible, but I feel like we've been more of a passing offense.
1: I'm I'm gonna st- I'm gonna stop you here. I'm gonna stop you here Talk about the running game because you made me think of my only wish list item of the week. Okay, so let's uh let's just get into it. Yeah, what are your wish list items?
0: Uh, I'm I'm gonna be a broken record just because this has been the keys to Lions success over this five and one stretch. Number one. And they have. I think I'm willing to bet they've done this for their five wins in this five game or five and one stretch. Win the turnover battle. That has been that has been our mo in this five and one stretch. We're getting the teams to make turnovers. The Packers game. Do we have three interceptions? We had two interceptions at least. Two of them
1: in the red zone. That was three. It was three. It was three. Yeah. So
0: three interceptions, two of them in the red zone.
1: Oh, remember Rodgers gave one to the young buck. Do you remember that nonsense? (laughs) Um, Chicago game, pick six. Massive.
0: That was a game-changing play right there. I don't remember. I I don't think we had any turnovers in Buffalo. But Jacksonville or the Giants, we ended up picking Daniel Jones, who at, at the point of the season I think only had maybe two interceptions, picked him off twice and fumbled. Jacksonville first series that they had, fumble. Minnesota, just like just when they're about to go out and tie it before halftime, get like some momentum going into half, receive the kickoff, probably go down, and score again or something. The Vikings tried to get cute with us, and we made them pay. And that was a game changing play right there, along with the special teams, uh fake punt on fourth and seven on our own 26 yard line. That That was insane. That was absolute insanity. This team is playing like they
1: don't give any fucks. Didn't even mention the Penny catch either. Yeah,
0: Yeah, and the Penny catch too, which which I mean, like,
1: brilliant. Win the turnover battle. That's huge. Uh, I had success in the run game. Yeah, so I'll tag in here Mm -hmm. uh, because that was going to be mine. But more specifically, we need a big day from DeAndre Swift. Absolutely. Like, for real, a big day. Like, he's been getting more involved doing a little bit more here and there but like he hasn't just ripped one off since like the first quarter of the season
0: i want to see a 40 yard rush it doesn't have to be for a touchdown but we need to see that explosive explosiveness that we saw at the beginning i
1: I was gonna have more of a yardage total i was gonna say i want to see over 75 rushing yards Mm -hmm. and a touchdown from him because like he he could be an X factor player for this team. Absolutely. And, and no Quinn and Williams. I mean, I just made me perk up because yeah. like the dude is, he is the run stopper He's a central of point of defensive line. Yeah. So like, yeah, if you're going to do it against this jets team, this is the day to do it. Yeah. So, and yeah. I think, I think Jamal's an automatic with, you know, red zone scores and, and grinding out those, you know, those tough yards, but like really got to see something from Swift here. And that's just another level. This offense could hit headed into, these last couple games here and really be an X factor. So for me, I think that's probably my big takeaway this, this week.
0: I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Uh, 75 rushing yards. Again, he is also a huge factor in our passing game, I think. Yeah. Um. So 75 rushing yards, reception yards, uh, receiving yards. Um. But yeah, again, he, he has not had an explosive play
1: since like week two or three. Yeah. It's been, it, or it's been a while since it's he's been a while. So the big game,
0: I, we need to see him break one off 40 yards uh pick up a huge chunk get us into their territory get us down the field at least into field goal range or a screen pass that ends up you know decker gets out onto the left side breaks open down the field we go i think victory
1: something this team's been good at and you're going to need to rely on against a good defense and a smart you know defensive coach like salah this team can be unexpected yeah. at times and like how they how they score or how their defense plays like you kind of don't see it coming mm-hmm. swift having a big day I, I think would be something that it's like oh shit, where's he been you know yeah, what i mean
0: absolutely absolutely yeah he's he's slowly starting to slip off the radars so this would be a great time to really get him going uh but we need to see it from him i yeah. feel like it's it's mainly been on him
1: recently he's been banged up i mean
0: Um, And then my final thing on the wish list, uh, and again, this is going back to our team just continuously doing this and figuring out ways to get this stuff done, get to the quarterback. I'm asking for three sacks this week. We've seen it with Hutch. We've seen it with Houston on the other side, who, by the way, is now the second in rookie sacks, only behind Aiden Hutchinson. Wow. They've combined for 11 sacks on this season two rookies by the way a first round and a sixth round draft pick james houston has been on fire he's been he has four sacks in three games that's crazy which by the way only other two players i've ever done that i think are joey bosa and miles garrett so, so some pretty elite company to be in in with but keep figuring out ways to get into it keep sending stunts Get these guys going. Get after Zach Wilson. If we get after Zach Wilson, he's going to be seeing ghosts. He's going to be throwing picks. We're going to win the turnover battle. When we win the turnover battle, we set our off- offense up for success. We go out and we win the game.
1: Final score prediction?
0: If and Williams doesn't play, I think our offense is able to succeed. I'm going to say 27-13 Lions.
1: Uh. I I think uh, I'm in a similar boat. Um, I'm going to say uh, I'm going to say s- 24-10 Lions. I think Zach Wilson is a bum, to be <laughs> totally honest, and I I don't think they're going to play well. I think the wheels are are starting to fall off, especially with him. Mm-hmm. Mike White maybe, but mm-hmm. don't buy it at this point. So. I'm slamming Kool-Aid. Yeah, I was just about to say,
0: we are chugging Kool-Aid on this podcast. But
1: how can you not? I mean, how can you not? The results are there. It's like tangible reasons that you can be excited about this team. Yeah, absolutely. Not just like being homers. Like There really are like the proofs in the pudding for real. Yeah. So crazy. All right. Let's go ahead. Let's close it out. Huge update at the end of the show. Oh, massive update. Breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. Russell Wilson cleared concussion protocol, but will not start (laughs) Sunday versus the Cardinals. Oh, my gosh. Read into that as you will.
0: Oh, no. Oh, man. Uh, Here I was thinking we were just going to go into the outro. That is just the funniest news. They paid this guy 400 mil or whatever. come out of this franchise lead him to the super bowl and he's benched in the first year i mean that is just hilarious well
1: you know what you you can look at it in a lot of different ways maybe they're just being safe with them but i'm thinking maybe nathaniel hackett's trying to save his job could be could be uh
0: that's going to do it for us so we will have to circle back around on on that situation next week (laughs) um be sure to follow us on Twitter. Be sure to go check us out on TikTok. Uh, be sure to type us in on YouTube, as always. Uh, now is time for the lock of the week. Uh, if you made it this
1: far, congratulations. You're getting our sauciest pick of the week. This really should be... like, like If I was a listener, knowing how well this has gone, I'd just like fast-forward to the end of every episode and do don't, that real fast.
0: Don't give them any ideas, at all. Um, This week, I'm... I'm going to the well. Uh, he, I, I don't know how many games in a row he scored, and this is a bit of a homer pick. And if Quinnen Williams is out, this will be, uh, I think, easy money. Um, and it's honestly, surprisingly, really good odds for this pick. Uh, Jamal Williams, anytime touchdown on Sunday, is currently sitting at minus one ten on DraftKings. And you think about it. Like you're like, ah, minus one ten. That's not that juicy. This guy scores every
1: fucking game. Didn't score last game. He didn't. Nope. I'm so pretty sure he did. I had an, I had an anytime. All right, yeah, I had a anytime touchdown with him. I believe, and he did not score. I don't believe you. But regardless, he's he's the league leader in touchdown, rushing touchdowns. I don't believe you. <laughs> I need a fucking boost and I need a mm,
0: fucking box score, ESPN. Why are you guys so difficult all the time? Oh my God, he didn't. Mr. It was just Justin Jackson. Yeah, they they were throwing it everywhere. Oh my God, Goff had three touchdowns. Yeah, you Dude, put... what a game
1: he had. And yet, you know what's the biggest slap in the face? Baker Mayfield got the NFC player of the week, not Goff. But Goff did get FedEx round or air player of the week. So.
0: We're starting to get some of that national attention. Is this piece of shit.
1: Um so, Jamal anytime touchdown. That
0: that just boosts me up even more. Cause there's no way he doesn't score twice or, or uh <laughs> there's no way he doesn't not score two times
1: in a row. Two games in a row. All right. Clearly for the listeners and my sake, I'm stupid, state the lock of the week.
0: It's Jamal Williams anytime touchdown. Okay. Minus 110 at DraftKings. Okay. Really good odds. He's coming off a week where he didn't score a touchdown. Trust me, that won't happen two times in a row.
1: That will not happen two times in a row. It will if, get downed at the one somehow. If this is the second lock of the week not to hit, that'd be fucking incredible. It really yeah. would, to be honest. It really would. But that is the lock of the week.
0: Uh, Al, any parting words for the listeners? Uh,
1: Six and one lock of the week? Seven and one? Six and one currently. We might end this thing on one loss. Uh, that's we could. Honestly, though, actually, my only parting parting woods, parting words. <laughs> please edit that out. Uh, <laughs> no, would be if you want a little extra action here, a little extra, not lock of the week necessarily, but like I'm about to go throw some money on a Bengals four game win streak. I don't know about y'all, but I, I, think, uh, I think I think it's possible. I don't even think you can bet that. You can't bet four weeks in a row. People make crazy futures all the time.
0: Like yeah. oh yeah, not I guess so you futures. could. Although I don't think they would have the lines for the games two weeks out. I think they only get the lines for one week out.
1: Well, maybe You uh, can
0: do futures, but it's not betting games like, in the future.
1: Well, maybe just ride with them the next four weeks. Here. You can bet them, them to win the
0: AFC North, but honestly, at this point, that's probably not great odds. I don't know how you would do that. That's a good idea, though. That's all we got, folks. Uh, He's got me pondering over here. All right. uh, We'll catch you on the next one. Be sure to make good decisions, uh, good choices, as always. uh, And we'll see you on the next one later.